This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. Oakland A's baseball is just around the corner. The pitch to Ramon is drilled to left center. Way back. How far will it fly as the A's take the lead? Mariano drills one up into the seats in left center. The high set, the leg kick, the pitch. Fastball strike three called high octane at 95. It's time to take you inside the clubhouse with the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron. Follow the A's 24-7 on A's Cast, your home for nonstop A's baseball. A's Total Access starts now. And this is the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron in the series finale upcoming from Milwaukee. And the final game of a nine-game three-city road trip as the A's are looking for their first sweep of the season and their fifth consecutive victory. Their last five-game winning streak came all the way back in September of 2021. For the Athletics today, it's J.P. Sears, 0-3 with a 4.20 ERA. He'll be up against the right-hander Freddie Peralta for the Brewers, who is 5-5 with a 4.55 ERA. Happy Sunday morning. I'm Alex Jensen, and uh, Vince Catronio joins us. And Vince, A's have won four in a row. It's a season-long winning streak. Everything seems to be clicking for the green and gold right now. A lot of smiles. All three facets uh, have come together, pitching defense and, and the offense, timely offense, just enough in this series against Milwaukee. And, you know, talking with Tommy Everett, talking with Scott Emerson, listening to Marcotte say about driving this consistent message home and trying to get that message delivered. And it's hard for it to kind of maybe take hold when you're not winning in terms of gaining confidence, something that Mark talked about yesterday. Now you're starting to see the fruits of your labor in terms of wins, which is why you're at this level, to win games. And so that's been encouraging, hoping the A's can keep it. It's a good trip either way, but this is where you get greedy. Good teams get greedy, and when you have a chance to sweep a series, they try to take advantage of it. See if J.P. Sears can lead the way. You mentioned the pitching, a a 2-1-9 ERA over their last four games. And uh, the bullpen here in Milwaukee has been very good. They have really come together. I know it's been kind of a, a mixture of roles, but other team scouts have been amazed with guys like Sam Long and, and Lucas Urseg, who have been impressive in this series. Fuji did just enough for the A's in, in this series as well. So, you know, it's it's good to see because this has been a, you know, it's been a bunch of coming and going. Sam Wall and Trevor May, the only two that are in the A's bullpen that were there on opening day. So, I mean, it takes some time to come together. It takes some time to come together with what they're trying to accomplish as a group. And I think a lot of credit has to go to Mike McCarthy with delivering that part of the message as well out there. This is what we're trying to do. This is how we're preparing the third, fourth, and fifth innings, getting you ready to come into these games. This is how we want to attack these guys. And right now, it's been fun to watch. And real quickly, J.P. Sears battled through some command issues in his last start, but he's still gotten to the fifth inning despite walking five batters. And that shows you who he is. I mean, he is a true competitor, not afraid to come inside. Brewers have had a lot of trouble with left-handed pitching. A's would like to see that continue today. No question about it. Vince Catronio, appreciate your time. Thank you, Alex. All right, that's Vince Catronio. And as we continue on from Milwaukee, part one of a conversation with Eno Saris from A's Cast Live on Friday. That's coming up when A's Total Access, presented by Chevron, continues. We are right in the middle of major season on the PGA Tour. Hey, those guys are good, but it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Just a short drive south of fast-paced Silicon Valley, the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment, plus a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill. 
not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com, CinnabarHills.com. Which NorCal drivers are enjoying the best of everything these days? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. My Honda Pilot is the perfect family SUV. My Honda CRV is definitely a great choice. Honda was named best overall brand, most refined brand, and best value brand of 2022 by Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Save now at your NorCal Honda dealer. Based on 2022 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for more information. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. This is A's Total Access. Welcome back to the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron. And on Friday, we got a chance to catch up with Eno Saris, our buddy on A's Cast Live. And we talked about Ryan Noda and maybe a, a, a comparison to another major league star. I love him. I, I love the, the eye. Uh, you know, guys with, with elite plate discipline are always guys that I really enjoy. Um, you know, it may not always end up being a great batting average because he does have some swing and miss in his game. But, um, you know, this is the uh, the kind of guy that I feel like they're always looking for. You know, they're always looking to pick up. They've tried it with, like, Kyla Kailui. And, like, you know, there's been other guys that have come through that have elite discipline but don't add that power aspect. And I think Noda uh, is one of those hits where, you know, he is a guy that combines the discipline with the power going to strike out some but he's going to be uh, a useful part for this team as it gets better if, if you're riding the lineup you know where are you putting him i'm putting him like two i think i feel like you got to take advantage of that on base percentage and then you know if he's going to hit a homer you'd rather ruiz i mean you'd rather ruiz is on base for that so uh two or three i mean he, that's the kind of uh, bat that he's got that's a good point i, I didn't think about having somebody on base for a guy that's got that kind of juice that that kind of uh that kind of, I mean, you put him at the top of the lineup, right? Or in one of those two spots, it's it's not just his production, but the amount of pitch it, pitches that he's seeing uh, per at bat is going to benefit the rest of the lineup. We were talking on uh, my show, the um, the 3-0 show over at the Athletic about, um, you know, how teams are built. And uh, teams, you can build teams in all sorts of different ways, through the draft, through free agency, through trades. And we know this about the A's. They're almost always built through trade. So right now, they're the in terms of the number of people on their roster, they are tied with the Brewers and Rays as you know having 15 guys that they acquired through trade. So wow. uh, that's that's year in and year out, though, right? That's the A's. They they trade, they trade, they trade. And you know the other aspect that they do is is they're pretty good at waivers. And you, even Farhan comes over to this side and he works for the Giants, and he's uh, still a waiver wire king. So. You know, uh, those are the two aspects of the A's are still kind of a, 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 a team that's out in front. I know they don't win every single trade. Obviously, there are trades that if you make as many trades as they do, there's trades you lose. But, you know, they are good at identifying talent on other people's teams, uh, especially talent that's close to the big leagues that maybe scouts don't love. 
uh, but that their numbers love. And, you know, that's how I see, you know, Ruiz is actually fits that bill perfectly. And, you know, and other guys that they've come and, and, and gotten in trades have, have been very similar. Hey, as a numbers guy, you know, the, the, the average exit velocity, we were just in Miami, obviously getting a chance to see Luis arise and, you know, Ruiz and arise kind of have that, that one thing in common, right? The average exit velocity isn't ideal. What do you make of the season that Luis Arise is having right now? Is it kind of bucking any trends against, you know, what the numbers may say? Or I mean, what's your take on it? It's, he's been incredible. Yeah, it is interesting. There's nothing harder to project when it comes to numbers than the single. The single is the hardest thing to project. You can you can look at a guy's exit velocity, his barrel rates. You can say, oh, doubles, homers, I got this. But the single is chaos. If you think about balls bouncing around hitting bags you know bouncing off gloves you know that's those are singles and you can't project those and so arise you know what you can project is the guy makes a ton of contact every year yeah and i and i wonder if uh ruiz you know sometimes gets stuck in between he, he's been a lot of different players over the course of his career uh he came in with a guy that was like had good power and you know then he tried to make more contact he tried to have more plate discipline and, you know, uh, sometimes I wonder <clears throat> if he won't benefit from watching Arise a little bit. Because I think the best way that Ruiz can take advantage of his skill set is probably to make more contact and put more balls in play. Because we've seen him go, you know, score from first on a single and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. you know, he's that, that type of velo. He needs to just maximize the number of balls in play. And that's Arise's, uh, that's Arise's genius. It's, you know, right now all those balls are finding grass. That may not happen all year. It may slow down. He has like a 400 BABIP. You know, there's very few people who've had a 400 batting average on balls in play for a whole season. But he does have like the lowest strikeout rate in baseball. So he's just putting a lot of lottery tickets out there. So, you know, if you can't predict the single, why don't you just put a lot of lottery tickets out there and you're going to start winning, you know? So I, that's what I would say for Ruiz is, is to focus on making contact, uh, maybe above all else, and, and see how that takes his game. All right, coming up next, more with Eno Saris when the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron continues. We are right in the middle of major season on the PGA Tour. Hey, those guys are good, but it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Just a short drive south of fast-paced Silicon Valley, the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment. Plus, a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill. Not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com, CinnabarHills.com. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. 
A's cast is your destination for nonstop A's baseball. The fish is Seth Brown now, and he drills one to right, way back, and no doubt, and that quickly, the A's have taken the lead, second deck. This is A's Total Access, presented by Chevron. Well, part two of our conversation with Eno Saras from Friday. Alex Jensen back with you from Milwaukee on the A's Total Access pregame show. The A's, they've used an opener five times this season, including Friday night when Sam Maul preceded Luis Medina. And in Eno Saras' mind, the opener can still be an effective strategy in 2023. Uh, who's, who's the bulk guy? Uh, Luis Medina. I like it that way because what you can do is, first of all, you're giving them two different looks right off the bat. So, you know, one thing that, that we've seen in the numbers is that baseball players get better against pitchers the more they see them. And that's the third time through the order thing. But it also means, let's say you had two guys up there, two righties in a row that both throw hard, both throw fastball slider. You know, in some ways, you're not really maximizing the, the benefit of the opener. But you throw a lefty out there and then a righty or a soft tosser and then a velo guy or a velo guy and a soft tosser, what you're doing is you're putting the hitters on their back of their heels. And they, they're just, they, you know, they're like, oh, man, I'm seeing a reliever in the first. You know, like, and now I'm going to see another reliever, like a quote-unquote reliever in the second. I'm seeing a new arm in the second with new shapes. And then the other thing that it does is you're taking a reliever that you think is pretty good, that you might use in a win, right? And you're taking them and you're using them against the middle of the order. And then you're taking a pitcher who you kind of want to coax through some innings, right? And you're giving them a real soft landing. What you're saying is, hey, why don't you start the game with the five hitter? You know, why don't you start the game with the five hitter, get on a roll, you know, get through some innings, uh, and then we'll see what happens in the fourth and fifth and sixth. And it's the best way to, if you have a pitcher you think can only get through the lineup twice, it's the best way to do it. You start with an opener, that, that gets through the top of the lineup once, the next guy gets through the lineup two and a half times, and then pieces back out again when one through four comes back up and then you can bring in if you're winning you bring in velo you bring in a different arm you bring in a different look uh so it's a, basically a bullpen game but it's um it's with a bulk guy in the middle you know we were uh we were discussing your your latest piece on the athletic you know pitching injuries increased strikeouts obviously hitters are chasing slugging percentage which means more balls in the air i thought you know the perspective about the uh guys talking about their uppercuts uh, and tr actually trying to cut down on uppercut swings, right? So it doesn't become too exaggerated. But it kind of seems like all of those things are intertwined, right? And obviously, uh, you know, with strikeouts, you're going to get more injuries because guys are chasing velo. Uh, but also, you know, uh, hitters chasing slugging percentage will lead to more strike. Can you elaborate on that piece and exactly how all that, all those different things are are connected? Yeah, one of the things that was interesting to me is I think there's um, an idea that the uppercut swing is is rampant throughout baseball. And and so, you know, I was talking to players and, and any player that has like, you know, a 45, 50 percent fly ball rate, they usually have an uppercut. But there's not that many of them in baseball. And so I went out to start the beginning of the story started last year, you know, hmm. and I thought I'd talk to Kyle Schwarber and I thought I'd talk to Lamont Wade. and I thought I'd talk to Christian Walker. And every time I talked to a guy who had a 50% fly ball rate or who had an uppercut swing, they told me, yeah, I don't like it when it gets up there. I want to flatten it out because I can't hit the high fastball. And in order to be in the league today, you need to hit the high fastball. There's a local story angle to this. J.J. Blade had a hole up in his swing. He has a big kind of loopy swing. He has that Cody Bellinger kind mm. of swing, you know. 
And, um, you know, what he worked on in the minors, he said, was just finding a way to put wood on the ball up in the zone. Sometimes it doesn't look good. I honestly, you know, sometimes his, his, his kind of B swing or his high fastball swing, you know, it, it produces a ground ball. It doesn't look great. But you know what? It puts a ball in play. And if he can string together some singles, the pitcher feels like maybe I need to go down there and try to go down in the zone again. And then he can hit homers. So it's, it's all like sort of cat and mouse game. But when I talked to players that, that had, uh, you know, uppercuts and they said they didn't really like it, I was like, a light bulb went out. I don't think it's an uppercut swing that's killing baseball. You know, what it is instead is power lives out in front of the plate and pitchers are throwing 94. This is the first year in the history of baseball that pitchers are averaging over 94 in the fastball. So you combine the, you know, velo going up and up and up and hitters realizing that power lives out in front of the plate and you got you got a bit of a problem there. So that's I think that's the source of uh, of the issue really more than like an uppercut swing. It's it's you know maybe it's semantics, but I don't know. It's it's different. It's different. It's not like everybody's out there golfing. You know that's not exactly what's happening in baseball. Pitch leading to their short careers. Yeah, that is good stuff from Eno Saris. And as we continue along from Milwaukee before the series finale, the A's and the Brewers here on the A's Total Access pregame show. Our view from the press box with MLB.com A's beat writer Martin Gallegos coming up next. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Chevron with Tecron has unbeatable engine cleaning power, and it gives you unbeatable mileage for all kinds of unbeatable destinations, like time in the sun at the beach, or time in the sun riding roller coasters, or a day in the sun hiking mountains. Well, probably just one mountain would be enough for a day, but hiking a mountain is still an unbeatable choice for how to spend time. Download the Chevron app now to get unbeatable mileage at locations near you. This is A's Total Access. Final game of this three-game series in Milwaukee in this nine-game road trip as we continue along with A's Total Access presented by Chevron. Time for the view from the press box with Martin Gallegos, who covers the club for uh, MLB.com. And Martin, a four-game winning streak for the first time since the end of the season last year. First time, of course, this year. Where does this come from? What are you seeing with this club? I think if you talk to the guys in there, you know, it's something that's kind of been building. Um, obviously, the results haven't been there, but they've been putting in the work all year. I mean, I, I see it on a daily basis when I go in there, and, and they're working hard. And it's, you know, it's tough when you're going through stretches. I mean, they had that 11-game losing streak that was obviously, you know, nobody wants to go through that. But, you know, throughout that all, they, they maintain that they, you know, are putting in the work, and, and they're doing the right things required to win games. It just ha- wasn't happening for them. And now the only difference now is the is the W starting to show up there at the end of the game. They're starting to... You know, click. You know, kind of on all cylinders right now. The offense, you know, only scored a couple of runs yesterday, but um, throughout this road trip, they've been a, you know, doing a pretty good job of putting runs up on the board. And now the pitching is starting to get it done on their end, both from a bullpen and rotation side. So, you know, it just comes down to things are starting to click at the right time. Sometimes it's one aspect of the game was lacking, but now all, all the aspects are kind of you know working together at the same time. 
Well, one thing that, that certainly has been the case is uh, you, we had the loud music blaring uh, just before they started this four-game uh, winning streak, and that's kind of continued on. The vibes in the clubhouse seem to be uh, pretty positive. Yeah, for sure. The vibes, I think, you know, you mentioned it that night when uh, I think Caprillion went out there and, and got that first win. That was, They had a, you know, a big road losing streak as well that they snapped there, and that was kind of one of the more, uh, it wasn't really talked about, but uh, they knew it was weighing on them a little bit, and so to come out and kind of get over that road hump, so to say, and, and win that game in Pittsburgh. I think it just loosened everybody up and made everyone feel good. And from then, they've just kind of been riding that momentum. You saw those games in Pittsburgh. They had a couple of really high-scoring games there, and the pitching was, you know, solid as well. I think, you know, the rotation has been a big part of it as well. Yeah. You know, started with Caprillion, Hogan Harris, and Luis Medina followed it up with some good outings. Medina's first big league win, Harris with his first big league win. And then we saw Paul Blackburn looking like 2022 all-star Paul Blackburn. So that's been a big key for them. The bullpen also seems like the roles are starting to solidify. Guys are uh, starting to step up and, and you know take their roles over here. What have you seen from the that unit uh, during this road trip, especially? And, and last night, the the ten inning, you know, a close grinded out game. You had Sam Long come in and pick up a save. You know, Fuji with a big ninth inning. The bullpen's been key in this as well. Yeah, for sure, and that's impressive, especially on the road. A lot of these guys, you know, are going through their first either the first year in the big leagues or haven't had a ton of big league time, so they're kind of trying to establish themselves at the major league level. And, you know, you look at last night, you know, the guys that came in there in the last couple of days, these are guys who weren't even with the team in spring training or at the start of the regular season. The, the front office has gone out to kind of, you know, find these guys like a Lucas Ursig, like a Richard Lovelady, Sam Long. And now these guys find themselves pitching in, in these high leverage situations and coming through. I know Richard Lovelady gave up a, a homer yesterday to tie the game, but he's been, you know, you look at the numbers, solid really overall for them since he joined them when they claimed him off waivers from Kansas City. So um, guys are starting to, you know, kind of find their, their roles, so to say. It's not really defined roles in that bullpen, but, you know, they're getting an opportunity to pitch in high leverage situations and one-run ball games and they're coming through more times than not on this road trip. And I think, you know, going forward, if, you know, if the A's can get continue these, this run that they're on, you know, we'll look back at this road trip as one that kind of stemmed the, uh, you know, the turnaround, so to say, from what was a, you know, a really bad two months of the season. Offensively as well, I mean, you know, the lineup has been stringing good at bats together one after another after another, but it starts at the top, right, with ST Ruiz and Ryan Noda. Two guys, you know, Ruiz with his 30th stolen base the other night, um, putting in with some big-time names in A's history uh, through 65 games. And, of course, we know what Ryan Noda's done. These two guys are finding themselves right now at least – kind of in the thick of the rookie of the year conversation for sure yeah i mean they've formed they found a really nice one-two punch there with these guys it took a while you know early on in the season ruiz was batting down in the lineup noda wasn't in there every day now they're you know you come to the ballpark every day you know you're going to see history ruiz and ryan noda one and two in the lineup so um you know they've found a formula there and, and it works you know because right it's perfect because ruiz if he gets on base you know he's going to be trying to steal ryan noda is a very patient guy up there so He's going to have plenty of opportunities to let him swipe second. And I mean, we saw the other day, you know, the first game of the series, Ruiz gets on five pitch later, he's on third base. And then Ryan Noda, um, you know, gets on base and all of a sudden it's a three run inning for them. So, um, you know, that's the, that's the potential they bring to this lineup. And really overall, uh, the, the hitters are starting to perform a little better. Ramon Laureano is on 11 game hitting streak. Um, Seth Brown is driving the ball well. The numbers aren't there, but he's, he's putting up product, productive at bats as well. Brent Rooker, I think. We're going to start to see him a little bit more on the upswing. He had a he had a you know rough last month, but I think in that Pittsburgh series he figured it out a little bit. He hasn't started these first two games, but he's starting today. I wouldn't be surprised if he has a couple hits today as well. So um, offensively, they've they've found a you know a good group that they can rely on. You know every day they know who they're going to be in the lineup every day, and they're starting to produce for them. Even got the veteran guys like Ledmus Diaz and Jace Peterson. Those guys with track record. They got off to slow starts. 
they kind of look at the back of that baseball card and they're like, you know, we're going to hit our numbers at some point and it's starting to show up for them. So, you know, it's a good sign for them going forward that the offense is starting to click and, you know, the upswing at the pitching. Martin Gallegos, appreciate your time as always. Thanks, Alex. Anytime. All right. That's Martin Gallegos with uh, MLB.com. Stick around. More of A's Total Access presented by Chevron is coming up next from Milwaukee. If you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see our friends at the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. This is Chris Towns, and there are two things that are a must for me, comfort and style. Whether I'm playing golf, going to dinner, I've got to have the right feel. That's why I've partnered with Link Soul, and you're going to love Link Soul. They have just released their new spring line, new fabrics for their polos, lightweight and perfect for technical performance. Link Soul also has new styles for their layers and hoodies with cool prints and seasonal colors. You know what they say in the big leagues, look good, play good. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. 3-2, swing and a miss. He went soft and got him again on a changeup. That's seven strikeouts, an ongoing new career high for Paul Blackburn. A's Cast is your 24-7 home for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's Cast for on-demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access, presented by Chevron. And the A's Total Access pregame show is presented by Chevron. Unbeatable fans like you deserve unbeatable mileage. Download the Chevron app today and receive a dollar off per gallon on your next three visits. I'm Alex Jensen from Milwaukee. The A's and the Brewers in the series finale. And for the Athletics, the final game of this three-city, nine-game road trip. And Oakland going for the sweep today. They will be their first of the season. It will also be a season-high five-game winning streak. J.P. Sears on the mound for the A's. And Freddie Peralta, the right-hander for the Brewers. It's time now for our stat of the day, brought to you by Cal State East Bay. And young infielder Ellie De La Cruz with the Reds has taken baseball by storm. He's hit safely in his first five games. He is 6 for 19 since his call-up from AAA. And his speed was on display just two days ago when he beat out a chopper to shortstop on Friday, logging a sprint speed of 31.9 feet per second, which is fourth fastest by a batter so far this season. We've seen the power. We've seen the speed. He has certainly been very exciting. As we continue along with the A's Total Access pregame show from Milwaukee, Vince Catronio with A's hitting coach Tommy Everidge right here on the Oakland A's radio network. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. 
First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with above-market certificate rates. Whether you're saving for college tuition, retirement, or even your next big trip, First United has a high-rate certificate for you. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for current rates and to open an account today. Federally insured by NCUA. Not one penny has ever been lost. You're listening to the A's Total Access Show. The A's today wrap up their three-city road trip, and it's been a great finish. Four in a row as they try for the sweep against the Milwaukee Brewers. And Tommy Everidge, A's hitting coach, is our guest. And so much to get to, Tommy. An avalanche of hits and runs in Pittsburgh continuing with some clutch hitting and enough runs so far in Milwaukee. I know you felt like in the process these guys were going to find a way. What's it been like seeing it come together? Uh, it's been really exciting. You know, earlier in the year we were scoring a bunch of runs and then, you know, we just weren't winning. I feel like everyone was kind of tight and I feel like we're back to doing what we do. You know, the guys, they can hit, you know, and that's what they've shown in Pittsburgh and then in the last couple of days with the clutch hits. What do you see in the reaction of the players to that point you just made? You guys can hit. We've, we've, we preach this to you. We trust in you. We believe in you. And we're seeing some results happening, and that's what we've been trying to tell you all along. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's really good. And you see them coming together and then to win some close games, you know. I mean, we've seemed to score a bunch of runs to help us win, but, you know, the pitching's been really good. And to pull off these, like, close wins, I mean, it's just you see them rallying around each other, and it's a good vibe. Alemis Diaz, I think the best way to describe it, he is a professional hitter. Ace saw that time and time again as a Houston Astro against the A's and doing the kind of things that we saw him accomplish yesterday. I know it hasn't been the kind of year he had hoped for, but even through the very difficult times, he felt confident in himself and in the ball club. What did you see from a Ledmas yesterday, just staying on pitches from Tehran, and then when you needed it most, staying through a breaking ball up the middle? Oh, you know, he hit that double. You know, unfortunately, Jonah got thrown out, but that, you know, that was clutch two-strike hit, and then he gets a hit and run, and he shoots it in the four-hole and then finds a way, you know, late in the game to clutch up and you know, he's been talking and feeling good about the position he's in. And, you know, there was never a doubt. I mean, every day he came to the cage with a smile and belief in himself and, you know, not shocked with the recent success. But it's really good to see. One person we noticed in Pittsburgh, Tommy, was Seth Brown really starting to get hot again. And we saw it last year, 25 home runs and led the team in RBIs. What are you noticing from Seth these days? Yeah, I think he's just, you know, coming off the injury, you know, trying to jump right back into it and he's kind of calmed down and just letting his strength I mean Seth is really strong and his bat's strong and when he's just calm at the plate and you know attacking the inside part of the ball I mean it's gonna jump and I you know I told him yesterday in the cage hey you're ready to bust out like do not change a thing because his at-bats have been really good with Ramon Laureano Tommy I, I watched early in the season he had like five walks and then it was like a month later and he had five walks you know he hadn't really done it and then there was a few more walks, and I know that's not the end-all, but that has to be a sign that he was beginning to see the ball better and not chasing as much. And now he's seeing the results of a hitting streak in double figures. What have you noticed about Ramon's overall approach at the plate? You know, he's just worked really hard. You know, he comes to the cage. I mean, Ramon is intense. And, uh, you know, all the work he's put in the cage, I think you're just seeing him calm down. And, and that's what I was meaning earlier about all the players kind of trying to do too much. It was like when you're not winning, they all felt like this burden that they had to do something. And I think, you know, they're, they're a little more patient, you know, letting counts get deep, you know, and in, in, in whacking the balls they should. And Ramon's been leading the way with that. What has Jonah Bride done better this time around of the big leagues getting this opportunity? You know, I think he's just taking advantage of it. I mean, he's a bat-to-ball guy. 
he can hit, you know, you'll see him take to two strikes. He's not afraid to swing the bat late. And, uh, you know, last year I think there was a while where we just couldn't really get him to swing, you know, and he, he, he finally figured it out, you know, after we were talking to him. And I think this year he's just taking advantage of the opportunity. I mean, he had the two-strike double off the wall and a breaking ball in Pittsburgh. You know, he had the big hit the other day here. It's just his at-bats are really solid. No conversation with the hitting coach can be full without a little bit of discussion about Estuary Ruiz. Top of the lineup, still doing things, getting guys in, runners in scoring position, still around 400. I know the exit velocity isn't there. The barrel rate is, isn't there. What is there as you continue to watch Ruiz grow and blossom? You know, I just think he's our starter, you know. I mean, he, he gets us going, and, and yeah, he's going to drive balls. You know, he hit one in Miami and one in Pittsburgh to the deepest parts, and it's starting to come, and, you know, I, I really don't worry about that yet because, I mean, to do what he's doing, you know, you know, his first full year up here, I mean, he's getting on base, you know, either by a hit-by-pitch or a knock, and, you know, he's taking walks every now and then. And then once he's on first, he's, you know, he's instant RBI. He's going to somehow be on third, you know, probably within that hitter. And, I, you know, I just think he's our fire starter, and it's only going to get better. Always appreciate the insight. Thank you, Tommy. Yep, thank you. He's hitting coach Tommy Everidge, our guest. Now back upstairs to Alex Jensen. All right, that'll do it for the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron. Coming up next, the series finale between the A's and the Brewers as the A's go for the sweep. Vince Catronio and I will have the play-by-play from American Family Field in Milwaukee coming up next on the Oakland A's radio network. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.